I'm Delia. And I'm Ehi. And we are back with our second episode. Woo woo! I'm so excited. We know we're a week late. Yeah, sorry. Don't hate us. It's been a crazy past couple weeks. It's been... It's, it's been one. It's been one. It really has. Listen, quarter one, close out, going into quarter two, it's... It's, it's been insane. Rough. <laughs> it's been rough. Yeah. But we are back and we are so excited to talk to you guys this week. We are getting a little deeper and we're going to go over kind of what this past year has taught us in three of the main aspects of our lives. Yeah. It's been about a year since quarantine started. Literally. And COVID obviously did a number on everyone, but we have both talked about that we feel like we've both grown so much yeah. throughout this past year. In both good and bad respects, but regardless, I feel like we've both gone through a lot of personal growth. Honestly. So we're going to go through the biggest takeaways we've learned from our personal life, our love life, and our spiritual life this past year. Yeah, I think. And also that's really what our podcast embodies, those uh, three topics. Of course, like other things too. Right. I think most of our episodes are going to stem from one of these three topics. So I think this will be a great segue into what hopefully is our podcast. We can't wait. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> do you want to start with how you're, you've grown so much in your personal life. <laughs> Thank you. Thank I, you. <laughs> I texted Ehi this morning, literally just telling her how much she's grown this past year. Even just in the past couple months, Ehi's growth in her confidence and her just Every aspect of her being has grown so much in the best possible way. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Honestly, it's been a ride, and I'm really excited. I'm really excited to talk about why, too. Because uh, when we, you know, discussed this topic, I thought, you know, really, what has changed? And, like, how have I changed? And, um, you know, what do I see in my future? And really came stemmed down at least for personal life it really came down to the fact that i have a great support system great family structure and great friends like friends number one i've always kind of had the family like i can't right. rid of my family <laughs> love them um and they've always been there for me so really what was such a huge takeaway was the fact that i now have a just a wonderful system of girls and friends like I know my guy friends too don't 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 be like wow she really did me like that she really did me. <laughs> but really like it's it was the year of the girl right <laughs> okay um and I forged some really great friendships you know you included uh, so many friendships blossomed into you know just being acquaintances or hi bye friends into really strong um sisterhoods sisterships we sisterships, love that. yeah. Sisterships. <laughs> We're gonna go with my that. <laughs> my sisters in Christ. Yes, my sisters in Christ. But um, so yeah, it's just been really cool to see so much growth because of who I'm surrounding myself with. I'm surrounding myself with positive people. Right. With um, even my friends from church that you know, I finally I you know went and said I'm just gonna I'm gonna join a growth group and I'm gonna you know get involved in my church and. The friendships that have blossomed from that have been amazing. And then also, you know, just reconnecting with people from my personal life um, and really strengthening those friendships has just been so important. And now, yeah, I'm, I'm, you're great. living, <laughs> I'm living life. <laughs> and I totally agree. I definitely feel like once you hit kind of that senior year in college, early yeah. post grad life, 
that's when it gets so hard because everyone's in such a different stage of life. Agreed. Like, we both have friends who are out living in a city. Yeah. Going out all the time. Living their best single life. We have friends who are engaged. I have a couple friends who have kids. Same. So... (laughs) It's just one of those things where it's hard to kind of find people who are on that same path and Mm -hmm. want that same group of friends. But I do have to say, I can totally stem off that with, I think finding the quality of friendships over the quantity, especially after college, has been the biggest difference, too. Yes, speak on it. Uh, It is just one of those things where, like you said, it's having those people that you can go to when Mm -hmm. times are tough. Yeah. I know, especially in, like, your young and mid-20s, your life is constantly fluctuating. I know he's been there for me this past year when my life has been <laughs> insane to say the least. But it's those girls that you're able, girls and guys, yeah. that you're able to kind of come to whenever you have those right. issues and they're giving you life advice, not just brushing it off, but giving you advice, actionable steps right. and really being there for you. Yeah, ex- exactly. They're uh, intentional friendships. Intentional friendships. Yeah. That's a perfect way to put it. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. I love that. Anything else in your personal (laughs) life? I feel like you've grown in a lot of areas too. Yeah. I think my confidence is Your confidence especially. That's a big one. Um, I definitely was at, oof, at an all time low last year in March, I think. I, you know, just ended a relationship. I was at my heaviest weight. Really? Uh, yeah. I really was not, um, taking care of myself in the best possible way. Like I definitely, made it look like I was, but I wasn't really. Um, And then going into quarantine alone and just kind of having to combat that by myself. Obviously, like, yeah, my family's here, but um, there's only so much that can be done. Um, And so I really had to take an inward look at... I really had to take an inward look at who I wanted to be, and I needed to... I felt like I had to stop wasting time. Uh, I felt like, you know... I'm not given another day. And COVID really puts that in just perspective. Right. Like, not to be a Debbie Downer, but it really does. I'm not promised tomorrow. I'm not pom- promised next week. I'm not promised any time. So I really need to make it, you know, like, send it. <laughs> send it. Send it, sis. Life um, motto for the year. Life motto, send it. But, um, yeah, I just figured that I had to really live for me and live according to God's word, at least for me. Right. Um, that was really important. So yeah, just taking care, better care of myself. And it's been a journey. Let me tell you, I feel like I'm now just starting to, uh, really, really get the hang of, you know, going to the gym and trying to eat right. I started meal prepping this week. Oh my gosh. Oh yes. yes. Oh yes. Gym girl on our hands. (laughs) Next thing I know, you're going to be like snorting protein powder (laughs) or whatever. I'm going to be taking shots shots of 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 C4. Oh gosh, please don't. (laughs) Your only texts are going to be like, yo bro, you want to come lift today? Let's get yoked. Let's get yoked, brother. (laughs) 5.30 in the morning. (laughs) Rise and grind. Rise and grind, baby. (laughs) I'm doing laps in your mind. Oh Oh my my god. No hate to any of the gym girls out yeah, there. Or guys. Or guys. I think we were definitely em- em- emulating uh, gym bros right there. Yes, here. yes. Yeah. Um, but we love you guys, too. We love you guys, too. Uh, this is for everyone. <laughs> I want to I make sure that everybody knows that this is a safe space for you. Whether you're a gym bro, a stonks bro, a... Stonks a- bro. <laughs> 
And the RC one Ho. finance pro list. Well, yeah, the one finance finance. guy who's like, wow. Uh, <laughs> I can't. I'm crying. Oh, it's your time to shine. Okay, on this podcast. We're here for you. We're here for you. Anyway, let's move on before oh I Oh my gosh. All right, that was going. the most. I don't even I I definitely can't match that energy level. I'm a little scared. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Was there anything else for you in terms of personal life? Oh, life for that sure. You... I would say oh. one of the things that I've realized in the past couple months is I think Eggie's journey has really mirrored a lot of my journey just early like basically where she is now I hope to be in I'd say like the next six months no heck yeah but where (laughs) you were a year ago I'd say when you were really struggling Mm -hmm. I was kind of more uh high yeah and now I'm facing those kind of winds of change the winds of change per se yes those tough areas Mm -hmm. So this year, I have honestly been doing a lot of self-reflection, not in the cheesy way, but I've just been learning a lot about how my mind works, um, a lot of the things I've struggled with, and how to handle those in a more proactive way that's beneficial for me. Yeah, Um, wow. So if you guys don't know, I have suffered with anxiety since I have been, I'd say like in late middle school, early high school. Yeah. Um, In high school especially, it was really bad. In college, it kind of came in waves um and then the past two years I'd say I have been I've been really good and then recently it's kind of come and hit me like a wave yeah and the weird thing was it wasn't directed towards COVID or anything I didn't find anxiety in that I really don't know what it stemmed from but I kind of found myself feeling like I was backtracking and it made it really difficult to kind of yeah move forward with a lot of the things I wanted to do, especially in my career, figuring out when I want to buy a house. A lot of the post-grad things, it kind of all came flooding in at once. Um, But one thing I feel like I've learned a lot in my personal life is how much I need to rely on myself and find fulfillment in myself, which was something that Ehi has definitely helped me with, but something that I have struggled with for years. This year I did kind of go through a weird time with my self-confidence. Um, the way I perceive myself in relationships, whether it be friendships or romantic relationships. And I think this year really taught me to kind of take a step back and find that fulfillment in myself rather yeah. than find it in other people first. That's so important. Mm-hmm. So I'm an Enneagram type two, which is the people pleaser. Yeah. So my life essentially... Re- the helper too. The helper don't, too. It is the helper. Don't just skip over it. You're such okay. a helping, helping uh, hand. Thank you. <laughs> but an Enneagram type two is an empath so we revolve around helping others pleasing others not in a way that's oh I'm so selfless I want to please others but it gives me genuine fulfillment when others are happy more than myself yeah and it's a great thing to have I would not trade it for the world because I do find such happiness in being able to make my friends happy or a romantic partner happy as well but this past year I feel like I've kind of been letting it take over my life to a point that's made it pretty unhealthy and I've really been putting my full sense of self-worth into how I'm perceived in others eyes what I can do for others and I've really come to realize that being empathetic like that doesn't mean it doesn't mean that I can't help others and it doesn't mean that I can't want to serve others and have those really giving friendships but in the same respect 
I need to put my sense of self-worth and my sense of personal fulfillment before that. Yes. Because I, it's the whole saying, like, you can't pour from an en- empty, empty cup. cup. Yeah. It is true. 100%. I, like, that, that's another thing that you just tipped me off. Self-care. Self-care yes. is important. Self-care. And it's not, it's not a niche. It's not an aesthetic. Like, actually taking Actual time self-care. to care not, about yourself. Yeah. Of course, obviously, like, the physical beauty. Right. Self-care. You know, but a good face mask will take we'll you far t- on a Wednesday will, night. On a but. Wednesday night. <laughs> But the mental self-care as well, mm-hmm. and I think yes. so many people overlook that. They, I'm going to go to the gym, I'm going to do a face mask every week, which right. those things help, of course. 100%. But if but you're it, mm-hmm. kind of passing up that, you're really taking time for your mental health, taking time to reflect, yep. kind of sit in that slow silence. Yes. It's needed. It's needed. It's very much needed. That's a really good point, um, and definitely a point where I think self-growth is... Uh, most heightened so a girl i think you're turning the corner thank you i think you're turning the corner because that's great to realize that and to know that you need that is very very um it's important right yeah it's good to it's good to have that self-actualization oh thanks and i will say it is one of those things too where i feel like we live in such a fast-paced world right now Mm -hmm. we're always on our phones we're always working we're always on the hustle on the grind per se (laughs) and we're kind of taught that like you you can't take a break for yourself you can't take a break to sit there Mm -hmm. and we get uncomfortable in silence we get uncomfortable in those slow moments so true it's like okay what's the next move what's the next what's the next where are we hitting next what is the next goal 100 percent. yeah yeah it's been so hard yeah there's actually this really good song actually that you reminded me of how many times am i gonna say actually there's actually a song called quiet by uh Elevation Rhythm, I believe. Oh. It's so good. I'm going to have to play it for you after okay, yes. the podcast. But A little worship session. Yeah, just a little worship sesh. <laughs> but it's so good. And it literally, it's a song that I use to meditate almost, just to be in the silence and the presence of God, but also just in the silence within myself when I need those breaks. So oh, that's perfect. Yeah, 10 out of 10 recommend Quiet by Elevation oh, Rhythm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> shameless plug shameless plug. there's yeah, no plug sure. i'm not getting <laughs> there's nothing coming out of this but yeah really really good song um yeah shall we move on yeah what's next love what life oh Ooh. god Ugh. our favorite topic <laughs> so much fun uh, you've had it you've also had a crazier i have when it comes to relationships i why did i say it like that <laughs> <laughs> i really have it's been quite a roller coaster so I I guess I'm starting (laughs) yeah um take it away thank you oh I will there's a lot to unpack here so yeah (laughs) this is a free therapy session (laughs) my therapist right now he can get a lot of uh, content typing frantic (laughs) yeah Kevin has entered the chat (laughs) love Kevin Kevin is my therapist so (laughs) I'm dead okay love life love life so um uh, let's start in March. Let's 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 take it back let's unpack here. This. Let's unpack this. So, so March of twenty twenty. March of twenty twenty. I dead ass thought that I was gonna be engaged like by the end of the year. Right. Ring by like, spring. Yeah. We were we were ring by spring girl. Oh, 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 oh no! <laughs> I was a ring by spring girl. I didn't even realize. <laughs> I've uncovered a memory. <laughs> No. Okay. Oh my gosh. You yeah. were a ring by a spring girl. I really was. Oof. I was a ring by a spring girl. 
this is taking this is taking a lot out of me right now. So I yeah, I thought I was gonna get engaged. Um, because I loved the person I was with. I felt like our connection was unmatched. I was very much into it. Um, and we had done a lot of growing. Um Wait, I you guys had been, been together for a while. Yeah, two and a half like, years. Um and when I started seeing this person, how even old was I? Uh I think I was like 21. I just turned 21. Okay. So from 21 to 23, almost 24, it was, it was a, a long, a lot of my 20s was basically right. spent with one person. And those person. are really formative and, years yeah, too. Yeah, those are crucial formative years. So um, he taught me a lot. He really, really um, made me a better person. And I think that's a beautiful thing um, when you can be in a relationship and when it doesn't serve you anymore, leave that other person better than you found them. I think that's a blessing. So right. I don't take it as, you know, a bad thing at all. I don't take no. it as a mistake or, you know, if I would have to do it over again. No. And you like, guys are still on good terms. Yep. Yeah, we're still on good terms. Um, Which is rare to find. It is. It is very, very rare. Um, but yeah, we just kind of knew it wasn't, probably wasn't the best um, for either of us to be with each other because right. of our beliefs and where our lives were heading. We just had different life, 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 paths. life paths. Yeah. Came back and, you know, was out of my relationship and had to go into quarantine alone. Right after a breakup. <laughs> right after a breakup. It was the worst thing. I would not wish it on my greatest enemies. I don't even have any enemies, but if I did, I would not wish this upon them. It sucked. Um, a lot of crying, right? A lot of, a lot of Shania Twain and Taylor Swift. Shania Twain. Yeah, when I get sad. Shania Twain. So sh did I say Twain? Yeah, you call her <laughs> Shania Twain. <laughs> listen, Twang. I know you don't listen to country music all the time. <laughs> Sorry, when I get really sad, um, I turn into a country, a country girl. girl. I do. Oh my. Yeah, I want a man to take me on a ride on his big green tractor. <laughs> I really do, but. Um, only when I'm sad. Only when you're sad. <laughs> Other than that, city boys well, only. Yeah. <laughs> Stonks bros all the way. <laughs> um, so yeah, I was just, I was really going through it. I did not think that I was serving God or myself in the long run. Right. And so I knew I had to leave that relationship and then I knew I had to build on myself. That was the most important thing was my self-reflection because I didn't have any of it. I didn't have confidence. I didn't know what I was doing. It was just a nightmare. So quarantine literally made me hit rock bottom and then I had to like crawl my way up to somewhere in the surface and I'm still working on it, but um, it's been fun. Dating has been interesting. I'm meeting a lot of interesting gentlemen. Not a lot. I'm like three. Oh I don't my know. gosh. <laughs> but I have a date tomorrow, maybe. Yes. That should be exciting. Can't wait to hear about it. I think date stories are always my favorite. I love it. It's just like, it's like <laughs> watching free reality TV. <laughs> my date stories are, are quite great. I like to have good dates. You I like do. to have good dates. Even if I, they, I hope everyone does. I know. Right? I know it's like, you know what? I really want to go on this <laughs> shitty dinner tonight. I hope he makes me pay. And then I never want to talk to this man again. <laughs> that's what I'm going out for tonight. That's my, that's my goal. That's the goal. <laughs> this is true. I do hope that everybody has good dates. But yeah, I don't know. I really enjoy, I enjoy going on dates. 
I would rather just go on dates with one person instead of meeting different people, but that's not what um, is happening that's right now. That's not how now. you do it. That's not how we're doing it right now. And I have to remember, kind of like those TikToks where it's like, oh my gosh, I just realized that in in order to be in a relationship, I have, have to, to like go. date people. Ugh. Oh my God. So yeah, it's been fun. It's been exciting. Been catfished quite a couple of times, but I didn't fall for it because what? I'm a Nigerian woman, okay? Oh my you gosh. cannot, you can't you catfish me. Can't. Nigerians invented catfishing, oh. okay? All those Nigerian prince emails. Fishing scams. <laughs> Literally. Can you send me some money because I'm a prince stuck in somewhere, somewhere, and I just need a couple thousand dollars to set my family fortune go and I'll give you half of it. We invented, we invented the scam. You can catfish a catfish. Yeah. For sure. You can't kill me. <laughs> you can't scam me. <laughs> Moral of the story, don't try and catfish me because it doesn't work. I almost got, I, catfish, I got catfished by a guy from, who I thought was from Love Island. No. Yeah. But you really felt that this man was from Love Island out here in Maryland. I, yeah. I was excited for a second because I was like, this man is what? the actual hottest human being I've ever seen. He like was the US oil. Love Island though, right? No, no, no. British Love Island. Okay. That's even worse. I hate that. What is wrong with you at that point? Have me in the first half, not gonna lie. You thought a British Love Island contestant moved his way to Maryland, <laughs> I was like, you know what? Granted, his... I'm gonna go on Hinge, and you know what? I'm gonna go to the middle ass state of Maryland and find myself a wife. Uh, I really listen. I prayed. I said, God, this man is seemingly from you. There's no other explanation. There's no other explanation. <laughs> He's for me. <laughs> so, <laughs> blink twice. Oh, blink twice. If he ain't my man. Like, blink twice if he ain't my man. Um, yeah. Then reality kicked in and I was like, hang on a second. And I did some sleuthing and he's got that blue tick on Instagram. This is what this man's look like. Tell me. Originally from France, I'm an avid fan of exploring historical places, oil painting, and soccer. Tell me he's not my man. He is your dream man. Non-denominational. I, I don't think he would ever show 25. up here, though. I know. But, he could have been at Bygone, the Bygone. He could have. Okay. the Four Seasons. That would have gotten me. Very doable. Look at that head this, of hair. This man is very attractive. Very much Ehi's type. This is quintessential. Ehi yeah. loves the European look. <laughs> A European king. <laughs> yes. If there are any European kings listening. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> send your number at his life. Uh, definitely, okay, my takeaways from that, <laughs> I haven't even gotten to the takeaways yet. My takeaways have definitely been to enjoy it. Uh, there's no rush. I think in this day and age, kind of like you said, our our generation has really botched relationships. Just Oh my gosh, yeah. It's ridiculous how hard it is to find people now. And so people are just like settling or uh, they're just kind of doing the whole, you know, I sleep with whoever, or I do whatever with whoever. And I that's, think a lot of it's commitment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we don't, because we don't have to be. That's the thing, yeah. is I feel like so many people nowadays, and I'm not trying to group everyone into right. this, of course there are people who do want that, but it's been such a commitment-phobic yeah. kind of generation. Yeah. People are scared of getting hurt. Right. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm not. <laughs> hurt me. <laughs> hurt me. Please do hurt it. me. <laughs> But no, I'm not anymore because of what I've learned. I've learned, kind of, I've learned how to, I've learned how to look at red so red flags. Right. I think Joshua, our friend Joshua from um, the dating app, is a it's great a big, example yeah. of that. I was like, oh my god, so excited! He's so hot. Like he's Christian. He's everything I want. And then I was like, hang on a second. 
There's something. Else. Uh, where are you from again? So, yeah, it's just one of those things. Um, I'm hoping uh, can I can translate into my dating life more. Somebody who's like, instead of being like, oh my gosh, I really hope this guy likes me, or like, man, I really hope you know things work out with me and this guy, and like fantasizing and you know whatever, whatever. Instead, I'm not doing any of that, <laughs> and I'm none saying of none of that anymore. I'm going. Do I like you? <laughs> How do I feel about you? Put the ball in your court. <laughs> yeah, but honestly, like I have to think about like, do I like you? Do I like having so like, do I like spending time with you? Can I go to the grocery store and just be silly with you? Can I sit down in silence, both of us in the same room, silent as hell, but we are super comfortable? Can we do that? Right. That's, that's what's gonna determine the long term. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. I can't remember. I think I, I was talking to you about this, but I was like. I want a boring relationship and not in the way that is, you know, like the man is boring and I like want to snore after he's like talked for two hours. I'm talking about no drama. Right. You want to no be able to drama. do those mundane kind of daily tasks. Yeah. Like, because that's what life is I just want to sit with you. I enjoy your company. Yeah. You want to spend time with them. Right. But it's not like, oh, you need to spend money. You need to do this. We exactly. need to be constantly going. You need to be... Facts. Oh, posting on Instagram all the time. Right. About our beautiful relationship. relationship. I can't do uh, yeah, I no, don't I care. Do so, yes, that's what I've learned is to be more confident in, like, I, in, in myself and saying, do I actually like this person instead of the narrative of, does he like me? Right. Yeah. The, the tides, oh, how the, the tides, turns, the tides are sick. How about you, Delia, though? What have you learned in your love life? I don't even, I don't even know if I want to March. talk about it. March <laughs> to March was a, ooh. ooh. All right, first and foremost, one thing I've learned this year is mm. I really don't think I'm a dating app type of girl. Mm. I, yeah. I wish I could say I am, and I know everyone's going to be like, you're not going to meet someone if you're not on a dating app, blah, 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 blah. I get so nervous and uncomfortable. I don't know. I just, I don't think I can do it. It yeah. stresses me out. Again, with the people pleasing, I always go back to being like, oh my gosh, if I don't respond, I'm going to make them cry. They're going to be sick. <laughs> See, I think I'm so special. Like, these men probably could give two shits about me. Oh and I'm over here like, oh my gosh, if I don't respond to their three-word text, they're going to cry and I'm going to ruin their day. And then I feel guilty. And then I delete and re-download the app a hundred times per month. So first and foremost, um, no more dating apps for Delia right yeah. now. Mm -hmm. That is, that's not it. No, it, it whatever apps. I have been on it, it hasn't worked out. So Right. It's, it's been tough. It's been tough. It's tough but I'm, I'm so my love life is definitely, I'd say it's gone back a lot more with the personal fulfillment I found. Mm -hmm. Um, so I went through a period this past year where right when quarantine started, my ex from one of my only long-term relationships reached out and that was a whole situation in itself. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even want to go into that, but so that took up like a at least, couple, yeah. at least two. Well, okay. So it was a long, it was a long it was like kind of on and off yeah. thing that just should not have happened yeah. and it was just it, it wasn't it um but that's fine because you grew because I grew from it realized. I got closure from it mm -hmm. I realized then I you know I went on some dates I went through a couple of the talking stages obviously none of those have worked out yeah. so. does it ever work out it, no it never works people out people who are actually in relationships who pass the talking stage how yeah how do you pass do it? it I feel like <laughs> if I go through one more failed talking stage I will literally I don't even know I'm gonna cancel 
dating yeah, all together. All together. <laughs> but it, a lot of this past year has taught me a ton about myself when it comes to dating. And that has been one area that I have struggled with so much as it relates to personal life, spiritual life, and love life as a whole. They yeah. all kind of come together. Mm -hmm. um, so I have found that I have a very anxious attachment style. And I really didn't realize that about myself until this past year, I would yeah. say, that helped me grow a lot. So what that essentially means is that I get so in my head about stuff. So like you were talking about, mm -hmm. where you you kind of picture the future, you see right. what's yeah, every going, girl does every girl it. Does it. Yeah. But I get in my head so much that I end up ruining it in the moment. Like I Yeah, you don't take I was the exact same. <laughs> this is gonna sound really bad, but I remind myself of like the girl from How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days where she pulls out the scrapbook after <laughs> like the second date and oh, she's like no. Here are kids in Sweden. <laughs> <laughs> I keep it to myself, but I <laughs> Now you don't. <laughs> now I don't. Now it's out for the world. But it's because now we know that we're not like that. Right. So it's, we're okay to share. <laughs> so I do have an anxious attachment style, which means that I really, I just kind of like suck the fun out of it for myself. I don't do that with the other person, right. but I get so in my head about every dating situation that I'm in. Right. And it is exactly like what you said, where you kind of were putting that ball back in your court and thinking, yeah. how do I feel about them? I have struggled to do that so much. I as a people pleaser, I'm always trying to basically like kill myself to make the other person happy. Right. And well, I can't do that. And you can't do that. And I found that I will, I'll take myself or I'll take part of myself mm. and my personality out of the relationship just to make the other person happy or just to kind of like push myself to do whatever I feel like they need. Right. And even I, even if it's the wrong even person, if it's the wrong person mm. but I've also found that I, have not been able to see those red flags and that I become so obsessed with kind of passing that talking stage. Right. Or it's almost kind like of, a goal that you have to... Right. It's like, like a goal that I have yeah. to get past or kind of you putting the square peg in the round hole. Yeah. You know it's not going to work, but I, trying. You, I'm trying <laughs> to the point where I can't do it any longer. And one thing that I've talked about with a lot of my friends too is that I found that, and I knew this before, but it's really helped me kind of reflect on why I need to stop doing it is that I'm such a fixer yeah. for people yeah and I am one of those people who will fall in love with someone's potential yeah and that is the Ooh. hardest thing to get past that's tough that's tough and because I like to give so much and I I throw my whole emotional self in every relationship and it has its pros and cons. I would say I would never regret throwing myself emotionally into a relationship. Yeah, I know some it's people... It's great to be vulnerable. It is. And I know some people will say that, you know, that's going to cause more hurt. You kind of need to hold yourself back from that. But to me, I've found that, yes, I've been through hurt. But if I were to look back on it, I would never want to say that I didn't put myself fully emotionally into any relationship and yeah. felt every deep emotion, whether that's good or bad. Yeah. And just kind of set myself on the surface hmm. to make someone else happy and of course it makes it hurt more in the long run i get way too emotionally attached early on hmm. but it's also helped me grow a lot more i think in the long run right but to sum it up i would say that this year i really just learned that i can't fix people and i can't fall in love with people's potential and i this sounds really weird but as someone who is a type two or like a very empathetic 
person. Yeah. My love language is, you know, quality time yeah. and words of affirmation with that. Mm-hmm. But you get this rush from, it's like, it sounds so weird. You literally <laughs> get a rush from feeling like you're helping someone. Like, yeah. the joy it I feel good. from thinking that I'm helping someone is, it's, it's like, I, I, I don't know how to explain it. It's like, it's, it's an exhilarating. Almost. It's an exhilarating feeling. Yeah. And so I draw myself to people who either want, fi- I think need right, fixing, who right. want fixing. Yeah. They don't want that. And I, I need to come to realize that I, I want someone who is on my level. I, yes, yes. I, somebody who can take care of you and somebody who you can also take care of. Right. And mm-hmm. I was talking to, I forget who I was talking to, but they were saying, Think about how you love someone, and if you enjoy the way that you provide love to someone, why would you not want that in return? Exactly. Like, your worth is not any less, you deserve less than that. Oh my gosh, And I think that's been so hard, is I think to myself that I need to give, 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 just to get the bare minimum back. Right. And that's all that I should have. We're done with We're the done bare, with the bare minimum. Bare minimum. Can't do it anymore. But <laughs> I'm proud of how yeah. much I care about others. And I'm proud of how much and how emotional I get when I love yeah. someone. And Yeah, no. Never compromise. Never compromise yourself for somebody else. Right. And I think you're doing a great job of, like, realizing that and noticing that and growing from that. Thank you. Yes, so, girl. just kind of trying to take it slow now. Mm-hmm. Obviously... Trying the dating thing. If it works out, it works out. If it yeah. doesn't, it doesn't. I'm just kind of yeah, wandering, riding, this wave. riding the wave. We're I'm young. riding the wave of dating We've right now. We've got a lot of time. It's gonna be great. I think the the one of the things that, and we'll talk about this in a later episode, I'm sure. Maybe like next week. I don't know. What oh. are you thinking? Maybe a little dating dating episode. But um, oh yes, <laughs> it would be. It, it's it's one of those things where I hope people realize we have time but at the same time we have to be open how yeah we should definitely do a dating episode maybe like next week or something that can be our next topic we have a lot we have a lot to talk about we can talk about it for hours (laughs) we really could (laughs) as we're both sitting here single like right (laughs) like we will tell you how to get a man (laughs) we're not gonna tell you how to do that anyway um i guess so the Spiritual life. Yeah, so spiritual life would come next. It usually yes. comes first, though. It always comes first. It always comes first. But, yes, spiritual life. I'm going to make this really short because I know I've been talking up a storm today in today's episode, but I appreciate you guys for listening. Um, spiritual life for me was... Spiritual life? Did I say spir- spiritual life? <laughs> so good. Should I twang? Spiritual life? <laughs> Let me say that correctly now. Spiritual life. There we go. Thank you. Um, my spiritual life has basically been the anchor for everything else. One of the, my biggest takeaways from my spiritual journey this past year is that my life is going to be hard. Like, being a Christian is not an easy thing. I think right. a lot of the time people think that Christians think, oh, everything's going to be hunky-dory once, you know, I become a Christian. And like, life I accept Jesus be good. and yeah. I'm not going to have any pain. Right, and everything's going to be fine. And that is really so far from the truth. Uh, the actual truth is, the Bible says it. It's like, yeah, your life is going to suck a lot. <laughs> being a Christian does not mean that it's going to suck less. It actually probably makes it harder. Because right. now you have conviction, you have... Um, you have, you're, you're more self-aware. Um, so, but the hope that I have, thankfully, um, is that I can, I, I will come out of it okay. So it's not about the, oh, everything's gonna be fine. It's the fact that I know 
I'm going to be okay at going through this because I have a belief system that holds me as an anchor. Uh, I don't know if that makes oh, that was sense. That so well said. No, that's perfect. Are, okay. Yeah. So that is one of the biggest things that really I've taken away this year. Um, I want to also say that my, my faith journey is never, uh, an, is never a linear upward trend, like a complete, right. just straight line, like 90 degree upwards. It's <laughs> up and down. That's what they call them, mountains and valleys. Yep, mountains and valleys, honestly. So yeah, it's never going to be a, it's never going to be a journey that is straight, just sh- straight shot up to God. I wish it was, um, but it's not. And again, I am happy that I'm human. <laughs> it's normal. It's normal to have highs and lows. It's normal to fall sometimes. Um, but I have a hope that I'm okay in the end. I have a hope that I'm forgiven in the end. I'm, I know I'm, I know I'm okay because of that. So yeah, the Bible has really been also just sort of, it's helped me. It's helped me with red flags and dating. It's helped me with, uh, my own red flags. It's helped right. me with everything in my career. Um, it's just so much. So, I mean, it does affect every aspect of it. It really does. It really does, and it di- and it, it it just it dictates so much. And so, anytime that I'm feeling sort of sad or, you know, uh, down on life, I really can turn to it. I can turn to the word. I can put on a sermon. Um, I love watching the porch. Oh, the porch. Yes. Our and you're favorite. the one, yeah, yes. you're the one who sent it to me. We and love the porch. Yes. Now I cannot, oh my gosh, I cannot stop watching. I think they're doing a D- James series oh, right now. That one? It's good. And I love views from the porch too. Mm-hmm. If you listen to that too. Oh, their pot, is it Yeah, their it's their podcast. And it's like those 20 minute episodes. I think it's like 20 minute episodes based in common questions surrounding cultural Christianity. Yeah. Oh, so like beautiful. they talk about like sex, alcohol, everything. Yeah. Like not and it's not what you think from like the right. traditional christian yeah. perspective like, it's don't have sex before yeah. marriage or you'll die, die. <laughs> it's very eye-opening and it's yeah. so they're yeah. so good i love them yeah that's awesome so yeah those types of things those types of questions there are modern ways of looking at it i think people get so stuck on christianity because it's you know it's ancient text so like they didn't have tiktok or vine or instagram when um vine i'm dating myself over here oh my <laughs> I you, keep you're on. We literally your, your face scrunched when I said Vine. You said no. Oh. I love Vine. <laughs> she I felt love old. Vine. <laughs> but um, I love Vine. You know that yeah that didn't have that didn't have any any place in the Bible. So like, right. how do we navigate? You know what all, is what it is today. I will say I feel like it's also one or the other two coming from like a cultural perspective. Mm. People either look at Christianity and they're like, this is so antiquated. But then you also have those uber modern Christians who are like. We need to just let everyone do whatever they right. want. And I'm like, yep. you know what? No, we're here to accept everyone. Right. As they're doing whatever right. they want. But we're also here to help them be convicted. Yes, and grow. And grow. Mm-hmm. 100% right. That's ooh, very true. Um, there's speak. a very... Yes, yeah, speak on it, I'm sis. preaching the word, you know? <laughs> there is a fine line. Um, and yeah, I'm still trying to figure out that line. And I teeter-totter it. But um, I'm saved by grace. So that's really all I matters. And that's it. And that's it, y'all. <laughs> what about you, Delia? Uh, I would say my spiritual journey this year has also been a roller coaster, as it is every year. Mm. I feel like every year I come to that same conclusion that I look back and I'm like, damn, my entire spiritual journey this past year was insane. Right. Again, ups and down, hills and valleys. Um, the one 
word that I would say is my kind of like guiding word for this year is control mm. or lack thereof it yeah. in this sense. <laughs> um, I have found that for year, and this is something I've also struggled with for mm -hmm. years, is that my sense of control in certain aspects of my life has become so toxic to myself and it's been preventing me from moving forward in a lot of different areas in my life. If I'm being completely honest, a lot of it does stem from romantic relationships and I will again talk about this in future episodes, yeah. but I am one of those people who I I feel so strongly about it because I, not in a weird way, but I'm always like, I care about my career so much, but I also can't wait to be a mom. I can't wait to be married. I can't yeah. wait to have kids. Yeah. And that's a desire of your heart. And yeah. And I know how you were saying, like, we have time in my head. I freak out. I'm literally 22 <laughs> years old. Oh my God. And I get in my head, like every time I fail a talking stage, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm going to be alone for the rest of my life and never have kids. But I'm, 20, I'm 22 five this year. So I need to get that out of my head. You really do. But I okay. heard a I, And then circling back around to the porch, mm -hmm. I actually heard a sermon recently that really spoke to me. And they were talking about kind of like where we place a lot of idolization in cultural things. Yeah. So whether that's, I fashion yeah whether or it's fashion or stardom media, or whatever. social media yeah. or everything like that but they were talking about that god even though like they were talking about that god places those desires on your hearts for a reason yeah. but you also need to have him in his rightful place so Ooh, i true. feel like i've come beforehand i always thought that i needed to just shut off these desires and then completely give myself to god with right. nothing in between right and they were saying no pursue those desires like, I can Go pursue it, dating, yeah. I can pursue those sides of my heart, but I need to make sure that I'm also working on my relationship with God yeah. beforehand and then keeping that in, in the center in the center yeah. through the whole thing. That's so true. Ooh, girl, that gave me goosebumps. Right. <laughs> and I will say one more thing that I've learned, too, that, and this is, I, sometimes I'm like, I don't know if this is actually God teaching me this or right. I just think it is, mm -hmm. but... I've really found this year that I've struggled a lot with comparison, especially in the Christian world with, you know, modern Christians. It's yeah. so easy. Again, A, everyone's engaged or you <laughs> yeah. see a lot of the kind of quintessential worship leaders or those Christians that just seem like they have it all together. All together. They never yeah. drink. They never go out. They yeah. never, they just are like, praise Jesus 24-7 all the time, <laughs> which... To each their own, I am all for that, and I'm friends with a lot of those people, but in the same respect, I feel like that doesn't fit my personality, and a lot of the time, I felt it to be really hard to foster some meaningful relationships, especially in my church community, because I feel like I'm too much, yeah. or I feel like You're I'm too sinful, or right. I'm, not, I'm not the quintessential Christian, yeah. but I've had experiences, I'd say all throughout college and post-grad, where some of the most meaningful conversations I've had about the word or about people's faith or kind of, I don't want to say bringing people to Jesus, but just kind of being there for them and giving them the word in that time has been in very non-traditional places. Yeah. I've been at the bar. I've been out with friends. I've right. been, I don't know, just, just out, out and about, yeah, yeah, out experiencing life. And it hasn't been where I'm just, I'm sorry. And it hasn't been in places that I thought that God would put that word on my heart to tell yeah. someone else. Yeah. And sometimes I kind of have to remind myself that 
God is using my personality, my desires, my way of living for him. Yeah. And it doesn't matter where or when. It doesn't matter where or when. <laughs> Beautiful. So that's been a big thing. So I'm kind of trying to learn that like I don't have to adjust my personality to feel like I fit the quintessential kind of Christian mold. Yeah. And that God is using me in areas where he couldn't use those other people because their personalities aren't like that. And mine yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah, the people that maybe um, somebody who's, you know, more, not uppity, but somebody who's more like, yeah, gung-ho for Jesus. And like, if you don't love Jesus, like, you're wrong. If somebody's like that, how is God going to use, right. well, he can, but wouldn't he use you who can understand more so how somebody else who maybe isn't Christian is feeling because you're more personable. You can you can be more personable. It's more that. relatable. Yeah. But I think that also stems from... I realized too, that's how I found Jesus. Like my yeah. family is not religious. I went to Catholic school, but I was never really like deep into my religion. I kind yeah. of just went with emotions and then got out of my faith. But I came back to it because I met girls who were so relatable and so welcoming and so open right. and it wasn't scary. No. I feel like a lot yeah. of the times it can seem so scary from yeah. the outside or just so What's the word? It's not clicky, but like so. Yeah, but kind of clicky. Kind of clicky, yeah. <laughs> in, in all honesty. And yeah. that's the last thing I want it to be. Right. And so if I'm able to kind of even just, I think it's like, it sounds really cheesy, but like planting that tiny seed. I don't think yeah. I'm the person that's like the end all be all. You're going to start right. coming to church. But I think that God has used me to kind of plant those small seeds yeah. to then use his Swear word that. to grow. Yeah. But. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah faith of a little mustard seed. A little mustard, mustard seed. seed. Call me a little mustard <laughs> seed. <laughs> but yeah, That's I me. think that I love that. I love that. I love that. Um, and yeah, uh, basically just to end, I would love to just share a verse. Um, this is the verse from basically my year. Exodus 14, 14. The Lord will fight for you. You need only to be still. That Ooh, word. The be still. Yep. That's it. That's hard. That's it. And he gave that actually to me. I had like a weird encounter. Um, but when I heard that, I was like, that's it. I just knew. I had like peace. I was like, all right, I don't need to do anything. I just have to say, God, take it. Figure it out. Both my career, my love life, my personal life, everything. everything. I'm just like, God, take it, deal with it. And he always comes through. What's meant to be will be. Exactly. exactly. If it's meant to be in your life, he'll bring it in. Exactly. If it's not, he'll take it out. Exactly. That's how we move. That's how we move. Wow. So, so we really <laughs> blabbered on for like really did. a solid amount of time. <laughs> but that's what we're here for. That's what we're here for. It's just, you know, your girls chat, your weekly soul session, yep. like we said. So thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. Yeah. We both like to get really deep. We're not afraid mm -hmm. of sharing. And no. <laughs> we're both very vulnerable. Like the more you get to know us, we love sharing our stories just in in the event that it would either help one of you just find some relatability yeah and 100 percent. we're so glad that you made it this far if you did make it this far thank you <laughs> much appreciated <laughs> much appreciated for an avid listener yeah oh. um but yeah we just hope that you continue to just have a wonderful week take breathers self-care love yourselves um, just have a great week. Have a great week. <laughs> Girls and guys. Send it. Um, <laughs> oh on that note. On that note. <laughs> Girls and guys and me again. Yeah. Have a fantastic week and we will see you next week. We yeah. can't wait to talk to you guys. Bye. Bye.
with a body like that. With a body like that and a face like that <laughs> you and can legs be a, like hers. <laughs> you can be a Victoria's Secret supermodel. There's a Mr. and Mrs. G Goose. Mr. and Mrs. Goose. Yeah, what I call them Mr. Name. and Mrs. G. Thank you. And they take. Hey, Mr. G. <laughs> Mr. G. Um, they take laps around the neighborhood. Oh, so cute. As a couple, they've done it for Stop. three years now. Oh my gosh. Yeah, like every once they come back from Canada picture. or wherever they are. Stop their annual trip to their Glen. An, yeah, their annual trip to Glenbird. They live in the pond, like back there. That's beautiful. Yeah, that's great. Sorry, I'm just watching a Kia Soul enter my neighborhood. I've never I'm seen that Kia, Kia Soul. Like, get like out of here. And it's chocolate brown. Ew. I'm not loving that. I'm not loving that. If whoever's driving that, they're going through <laughs> they're some going shit through right it. now. They're going through it. But we're praying for them. Bro. If any of you guys have a chocolate brown Kia Soul, no hate. <laughs> no hate. Maybe a slight Again, shade. <laughs> this podcast is for you. Yeah. <laughs> slight shade, but no, no hate. hate. <laughs> And I didn't even notice. And we go to like the most secular we state do. school. It's yeah, not like we go jelly to shots off, right. off of other people's butts. It's <laughs> <laughs> ah, 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 chest hips. Okay, wait. <laughs>